what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. And there's that smile. Nice to see you. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. What's up? <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, at least up here in this neighborhood. How's your day? Um, it's a beautiful day in New Mexico, for sure. Blue skies, no, no snow, no clouds. Hallelujah. Praise it's, it's about dang time, I do have to say. So, you know, I'm glad that, you know, this is my favorite time of year the days are getting longer though it's starting to get warmer when yeah. instead of going from 60 to 50 down to 40 and it's going from 40 down up to 50 and up to 60 and so the, the whole thing is working out really I, this is my favorite time of year and then and then it starts to decline again in june when the days start getting shorter and, and then it gets hotter and the, but we're not going to talk about that we're not no. going to talk about the shorter days. We're going into the longer days. Let's let's keep that positivity up for the love of God, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, was your week good? Everything anything going on? Yeah, it was really good. Um no, there's there's the um the new things are coming out every day. So I'm I'm expanding on the sixth blueprint that I found which we're going to do a show on. Correct. Um, and I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. And that's unfolding really beautifully. And then uh, just opportunities today, not yet today, but a couple of days ago over the weekend, I got my, my Maserati of easels that I've been uh, waiting for, for the last like three weeks because of the snow in the South, it couldn't come back up from Texas. So uh, I got her, put her together. She's badass, man. She's from Italy, so that's why I call her my Maserati. She is not a Yugo. This this thing is a Maserati. She is badass. So, so I'm excited well, about painting on her. So let me ask you about that because because it's not like you ain't busy. You're working with people with their animals. You're working with people with their peoples. Yeah. You're working with sexual stuff. You're working with uh, 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 all the animal things to heal them and to make them better and stuff. When do you have time to paint and what the hell are you painting? I have, I make time. I absolutely do make time because I think it's really, really important to nurture that creativity for the longest time. I didn't have a creative outlet. Um, I just didn't have the room for it. There was, I was in a very small house in upstate New York. Before that, it was in an even smaller apartment in Munich, Germany. I mean, so small, you would literally have to go outside to change your mind. Okay. That's how <laughs> crazy it is. Okay. Um, so Neely's on and Neely has almost every single one of her animals. Um, they have a soul piece. So um, it's really cool because she put them all up in the same on the same wall. So it's like this collage of soul pieces. It's really, really cool. But so I make time for my creative outlet because for the longest time I didn't have it. I didn't have a creative outlet really until I moved to New Mexico. 
And when I moved to New Mexico, brought my paints and my easel with me. And um, I just want to make time for that, but I don't force myself. There are some um, professional artists that every single day, they, they allot out a certain amount of time. I love, I really, really respect that kind of like, um, that dynamic of, of putting out every single day. My pieces don't work that way. If, if I try to, to sit down and make myself paint, it's a shit show. <laughs> it just, it's a shit show. Sorry. But it, it is it, it because my painting is all got to be um, time divinely. Not that theirs isn't, there's, there absolutely is, but it, I have to be in that flow. If I can't put myself in the flow, I, it just won't go. <laughs> no, oh. no flow, no go. <laughs> well, everybody has got the, their own uh, style of how, how they get yeah. it done, but you, your painting is based upon something else altogether it's not just something that you come up with it's you you so explain to us what you do with your painting that uh, by the way they look just phenomenal i have no idea what they mean and you're going to explain that to us today mm -hmm. uh, but they but they're just phenomenal looking so Thank you. what do you do with them and what are they so in um, when was it? I think it was 2000. I moved here in 2015. I think it was 2016. I started to really get this push that I needed to start um, painting. And I am, I never have been, even though I went to professional art school, I, and I have to paint, you know, the, the, the bowls and the fruit and the bowls and the, the skulls and the vases with the flowers and stuff like that there. But it never really um, jazzed me. It, it wasn't something that I really found my outlook for. So um, in 2016, I got that push from the universe saying, knock, knock, knock. It's time to get your ass in gear. And I started putting out these pieces and I started uh, putting out the ability to do these pieces and putting it out to my clients. And I heard the word soul pieces and I was like, soul pieces. And then it started the way that I get stuff is usually I'll get like a name or I'll get like a, a title for something like animal blueprints. And it kind of like falls in from there. So the name for me is really, really important. So soul pieces are basically a takeoff on two things. They're um, a takeoff on pieces of the soul. And then they're takeoffs on, since the soul is a masterpiece, they are a takeoff on masterpieces. So um, they tell the story of beings and their souls. And, and, and they're, they're um, intuitively painted. Um, what I do is I connect to the animal, the person, the persona, the God, the goddess, whatever, or the, the divine entity that this person wants. I'll even paint their star child, you know, lineage. So I haven't done that yet, but, you know, I can paint anything. And what I do is I connect to that energy. Like we talked about in Reiki, rigid Reiki rules, it's about energy. So I'll connect to that person's 
energy or that being's essence. And then it's trippy. This is why I don't have to do any kind of drugs whatsoever. Okay. It is, <laughs> it's so trippy. So what start, what I started doing was I started when I connect to their energy, I ask them to show me their soul. Essentially, they just open up and show me their true essence. And when I do that, it's like seeing the painting. I'll see the painting, but it's like in different layers. So let me make sure I have this. So it's in different layers. So what happens is, is that they're, they're in different layers and I'm able to take those layers apart like a puzzle, put them back together again. But this way I could see what the layer looks one on top of the other. It's pretty trippy. It's just like, you know, you can just take the, the, the piece apart and then put it back together again as you're painting. And you're able to see how, what goes where, what fits where, how does, what goes first. Um, and then everything's done intuitively. Everything is done intuitively. I, um, do a, a technique in the beginning where I essentially input the essence that I'm getting into that person, onto that canvas. So I'll smudge it and then I'll do a technique where I'm basically taking that, that being's essence and putting it onto the canvas. Then once I'm able to put on to the canvas, everything gets chosen intuitively. The paintbrushes, the strokes I use, the paint colors I use. Um, when I turn the piece, which is why my, if you, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see the, the, um, um, the fast video that I did on the, the painted, the, on the Maserati easel. And the important thing is I need to turn it. When I get called to turn the piece, I need to turn the piece. And that's why I have that, that attachment on my easel that allows her to turn 360 degrees. I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and I love doing it, but I have to do it when I get told. And because of that, the cool thing about the pieces is the really cool thing about the pieces is you, you normally, you hang a piece one way and that's it. Yeah, piece of art, you get it gets hung one way and that's it. My pieces, because I'm turning them and I'm constantly turning them, they don't look the same. So that's why you get basically you get four pieces. You could keep turning your piece until you find something. Like I could turn this is a sacred piece, but I could take Ta'u's piece that I did and I can turn it and it looks totally different. It looks to, and you'll see different things that you would not see if it was stationary in one place. So I encourage people keep turning that piece, feel into your intuition and turn the piece because when you turn the piece, you'll see something you won't see in the other direction. It's really exciting. So essentially when I paint a piece, you get four different pieces. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Four for the price of one. You know, I got to tell you, I've never understood. Um, my ex-wife used to paint, and I never understood. She sit it at a, uh, a blank canvas, and she would and she would start drawing on it and use penciling on it and getting the, the, the all that done. And I I would sit there and go, no matter how bad this looks, I'm not going to tell her it's awful, because in my mind it was like I couldn't see 
what she was after and i couldn't put all the dots together until it was a completed that's just how how i am that's how I, my mind works but she was able to to do that yeah. and and to make it look really good so you're able to tap into the soul energy of the individual that you're working with to develop the painting and can touch that and they open up to you and it becomes a unique individualized painting for that individual soul. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And because of that, it's like I'm able to connect to an animal or a person in spirit. I'm, I'm connecting to their essence. It's not, I'm connecting to their soul. I'm connecting to their essence. I'm connecting to their energy. So I'm connecting to the energy of, if you want um, one of your guides painted, I'm connecting to coyote energy. I'm connecting to eagle energy. I'm connecting to hawk energy. I'm connecting to squirrel energy, mouse energy, whatever animal you, you feel drawn to, whatever god or goddess or divine being or whatever energy is coming from that, star child or your people or whatever it doesn't matter i'm connecting to that energy which is universal which is limitless which is always there which is never destroyed which is why i can connect to animals and people in spirit and can and paint their energy so that's what it is and it's extremely personal and it's extremely and people i i, I mean i painted on my old easel i painted I counted, I painted over 40 soul pieces. Wow. And each and every one, that person will look at them and just say, oh my God, that's my animal soul. I don't know how I know. It, again, it, it, this is not, um, art is not conscious. Meaning it, you can't look at it and try to analyze it. You can, but it, it's it's not going to work. It's 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 felt. You have to feel it with your heart. You have to feel it. This is this is why I love, if you want to know how to tap into your intuition, go to a museum because that's a great way to, to, to feel stuff. You're going to feel some, you're going to gravitate towards some art that you wouldn't gravitate towards, that you don't feel. What is that? That's your intuition. That's your inner knowing just pulling you towards a piece. It has to be felt. It can't be thought out and reasoned with. Well, I like it because of the red is um, is square and that kind of black line going across. It's, yes, but what does it make you feel? Well, okay, now here we go. You know, it's, it's felt. So when somebody looks at my soul piece, a lot of the times they'll say, oh my God, people will be very emotional. They'll, they'll, they'll laugh at, not at it, but just that it makes them happy. It makes them cry. It makes them. Um, it makes them just choked up. It makes them feel just excited. It's. It's. That's the soul piece because I'm painting your animal soul. So, this is sacred soul. This is Ta'u soul. So this means something to me. It's personal to me. But somebody else might just say, "Yeah, it's beautiful, but it doesn't really move me. It's not supposed to. It's not your animal. It's my animal." So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so if I were to commission you, mm -hmm. you could, uh, um, um, paint my, uh, spirit guide. I could, I could, I could either do a spirit guide that just comes out in the moment. If you just want to say, I don't know who my spirit guides is, but I, uh, is, but I feel something. 
I want you to paint my spirit guides. I can do that. If you have a specific guide, I can absolutely tap into that stream of energy and find out and see what it was. I believe I believe my chief spirit guide's name is Benjamin. Does that ring a bell at all for you? It doesn't ring a bell to me, but I, I get this sense of very um what's the word I look uh, I'm looking for? It's not ele it's elegance, but it's it's definement. It it's refinement, like a very refined individual. Um he's he might not have had like um or he might not have had like a, a real physical education, but he was very, 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 very refined, very smart, you know, taught himself everything he knew. So it, it's a very um, uh, gentle yet strong energy that I'm getting from Benjamin um, and very, um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Very enlightened. Oh, that's that's why he's hanging around me, by gum. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, what I want to do is I want to commission you to do that and to uh, paint him so I can hang him in my uh, in my studio. Okay, we can. You can definitely. We'll talk more about him because I want to know a little bit more about him. How do you utilize him? Stuff like that. There to get to know him a little bit more. Okay, um, but. Yeah, absolutely. We're, I'm happy to. It's fun. It's very, it's very, very personal. These paintings are very personal. They, they can be something tangible that you can have if somebody has passed, whether it's your animal or your, your person. Um, it, it's a, a lot of the times we don't have a physical memento. We, we do, but this is of their essence, who they were as a being on this planet. And it can be very um, touching. The I didn't have room for it, but I painted my boy Sammy's uh, soul piece almost, almost a year before he passed without me knowing that he was going to pass. And, you know, I look at it now and I'm just like, oh, this makes sense. I can see this now that he's in spirit. I can see his soul, his essence better. This is why I did this. And this is why, and look at what I'm seeing here. And I'm seeing almost like images of silhouettes. <clears throat> it's, it's, it might, some of that stuff might not have made sense then as I was painting it, but it does now that he's passed. And it's nice to, I wish I could have, I mean, I can do it now. I can absolutely do it now. Um, and I, now I probably will, but my, my soul cat, my, my really, my heart cat PC, when she passed, I wasn't doing soul pieces. It never even occurred to me to do soul pieces, but it would have been nice to be able to do her soul piece when she was alive. Not that I can't do it now, but it's just her energy has changed, you know, but yeah. it's definitely fun. I don't think that there's a lot of people doing it. And I think, but I don't care you know they they don't have to do it like me i just think it's really important to have that creative that creativity because after i paint a piece there's such this feeling of i i put on music i listen to the right music for for that piece that that really represents that piece and i just go into it and it's just so much fun to have that um that creativity in my life 
I, I just love it. So whatever. I mean, you can you can do a a soul piece in clay. You can do a soul piece in charcoal. You can do a soul piece in mud. I don't care what you do it in. You know, it's just it's fun to do it. Well, but you have to have the connection, and you have to understand what the connection is, and 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 uh, and really be able to connect to it, or you're going to come up with something completely uh, different, or or it's not going to work. But you you now now let me ask you. Um, when you present these pieces mm-hmm. to the person who's commissioned them, mm-hmm. what kind of reaction do you get from them? Um, well, like I said before, it, it's very visceral for people. You know, it's very visceral. So I'll take a picture of the soul piece as soon as I'm done with it, and I'll send it to them. And um, it can range from people saying, oh, they're crying, to people saying, it just feels right to people feeling comforted, to people feeling uh, excited, to people feeling just this sense of peace. Like I have this peace, not peace and soul peace, but peace, just this calm comes over them. Um, And they feel like, yeah. And now I have that, I have that in my, I I can have that in my home. Now, the thing that I say on my website is this, it's, a piece, there is no rhyme or reason. Okay. A piece is what a piece is, meaning a piece is a piece. I can't change it. I can't say, well, I got to add a little bit more, you know, burnt sienna. It, it's not that way. I A piece is a piece. No two are the same, which is why it's also hard for me because I'm in the flow and I'm seeing that essence, that part of the, a piece of their essence which is constantly moving and constantly changing. So it's like taking a snapshot. So I can't paint. If I tried to paint Sacred's piece again, I couldn't do it the same way. It wouldn't be the same way. And I wouldn't want it to because the soul is constantly changing. This was her time. This was her soul at the time, you know, two years ago, December. So, or a year ago, December. So, you know, that's that. You know, I can't do that. Her paint, her, you're constantly changing. They're constantly changing, you know? Um, so because of that, the, 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 I can't, you get what you get. Now you got to trust that I'm going to get what you, what you need, you know, but you can't match a piece to the sofa. Meaning I can't, you can't send me a swatch of your sofa and tell me this is an olive green with a tad bit of purple in it. Can you put that in the piece? No, you're going to have to go to a, a, a professional artist to do that. Somebody who can put the colors in the way you need them to. That's not me. You get what you get, but you've got to trust in that process because every single person has loved their piece. So I get when I get my piece and I'm going to put it in my studio mm-hmm. and so that I can look at it all the time, it will it will give my studio a different energy, I feel, than it has today. Am I correct in that or am I, am I lost my mind? Well, it's like any any time you bring home art, it's going to shift up the um, the the energy in wherever you put it. You know, it's like I have pieces. um from my friend Susan Reed, who's an amazing um, local artist here in Santa Fe. And I put one over my bed and it just shifted the entire energy in seconds. 
it just made it it made it more it's almost like a it, you, you just feel it moving the energy it, it i don't know how to describe it. it it's like trying it's like taking a monet and putting it in your home you don't think that's going to shift the energy a little bit any art can do that um but the the thing with the soul pieces is is that what you have to remember is is that you're constant because you can shift it and you can turn it and put it this way or then put it this way or then put it this way you know and it's constantly changing you're shifting the the energy of wherever you're putting it constantly so you can move it around and and get a different energy feel for if especially if you have like i now that we've been talking here i would like to have one of my soul guide i would also like one of my dog crockett um because crockett was my best buddy in the entire world yes and and i would love to i would love to, so i mean these things and they're and it's not like a photograph um which a photograph is two-dimensional and it just sits here you're yours are a lot more if you look behind the one that you've done that's on the wall the purple one there that that just looks that looks wonderful yeah and if you turn again if you turn it, it's going to be totally different it's not the same. It's like, yeah, it's a, it, it, there's so much fun and they're just, it's a, you, we're human beings. And because we're human beings, we need that, that physical, that physical touch, that physical quality, that tactileness. You know, I can't look at a picture of a crystal and say, oh, wow, yeah, that crystal's awesome. That really, I get that energy. I need to feel. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I need to feel a crystal. I need to have it in my hand to be able to feel it and, and put it in different places in my body so I can feel it activate. You know, um, this, is a, I, th this is a tactile ability to, when you see this thing, to say to yourself, this is my connection to spirit. This is my connection to divine. This is my connection to Crockett. This is my connection to Benjamin. This is my connection to Hawk. This is my connection to Snail. This is my connection to Dolphin. This is my connection to Water. I can do elements. You want to do an element? You you feel strong to, with with um, Water, Air, Earth, Fire, and you want that. You want that energy. Boop. Give it to me. By there the ain't way, I can't paint. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, by the way, I love how you you said you're right. It's got four sides, and but I love the the way the painting is now. The one that you did for your kitty cat. Mm -hmm. uh, it just from it reaches out to me when it's in that in that spot. Yeah, it's it's it, it. There's nothing consciousness. You can't reason this. You can't say, well, you know, I just. It's a feeling. It's more than anything. You can think that you're reasoning it. But when you clear all that minutia and thought stuff out, you're like, okay, but really, what does it make you feel? Do you feel anything? When I look at, let's say, um, the, well, I don't know if this is part of what goes on with the soul piece. I think it might be. I think it's one of the things that make the soul pieces for me so um, incredible and why I can paint them like I do. Ever since I was a kid, I remember the first time going to the Metropolitan Museum with my mom and in New York City. And 
she took us and she took us into the room with Monet's water water lilies. Now, if you've ever been there, it's huge. It's 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 not a small painting like the Mona Lisa. When I got to Italy and I saw the Mona Lisa, I was like, "What is it small? Oh my god, that thing is like this big." It's no, like, it really? Where to God? I was looking at it. And I was like, "Well, that's a letdown." <laughs> And then you got to stand like 50 feet away from her because you can't go close to her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the Mona Lisa. Damn. You know, I was like, damn, I thought it was bigger. I thought it was like this big. I was like, no, no, it's this big. I was like, damn, that's a disappointment. Anyway, so I went to the, I went to the Monet uh, exhibit with my mom and the, I saw the water lilies and my mom's going all around and I remember just standing in front of it. I don't know, maybe five years old, six years old. I don't know. And just standing in front of it. And my mom comes and, and shakes me and she's like, I was calling you for like five minutes. What, where were you? And I told her, I said, I was in the painting. And she said, what? And I said, I was in the painting. I was in the painting. I was walking around the over the bridge into the woods, into the water lilies, looking down at the water lilies, looking into the, I just was in the painting. And my mom was like, what do you mean? And my mom was very, um, she knew when I said stuff like that, that it was important. So she sat me down at the bench in front of the water lilies and said, tell me what you saw. Tell me what happened. So I told her, I said, I went into the painting. I was inside the painting. It was 3D. It was all around me. And I could do that with everything. Not everything. There are some paintings I'm, I don't gravitate towards. You know, it's, it's um, when I went to, when I saw a Klimt for a first time, a Gustav Klimt, I was in. I was in it when I saw a um, uh, uh, a Rembrandt for the first time. I was in it when I saw a Picasso for the first time. I was in it. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh. I went to his his things. I mean, my mom was always taking me, and I would go into each and every one. There are some that I gravitate towards. There are some that I don't. Um, Kaczynski, the um, the Mandarins, not so much for me. You know, that's okay. You know, I just, there are some that I just flow into. So that's how I could do the, I think that's how I could do those because I essentially go into the soul piece. So I want to know, since by the way, I've been around, you know, spiritual people and painters and artistic people for 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I, unlike your animal blueprints, which is all over the place and everybody's doing well, no, wait, that's not true. You're the only one doing the animal blueprints. You're the only one doing doing this, as far as I can tell. Uh, what I'm curious about is, since you didn't see somebody else do this, I don't think, mm -mm. that this was a moment in time. Did an angel come down and tap you on the head with a wand? What did, did it say? Get the paints out and start painting people's soul. How did how did this how did this idea kind of morph together? It, it, I you know I'm not gonna say no, and that's probably another show with the angel thing. Um, yeah, seriously. I mean that's that was a journey in and of itself with the angel. I have a very very strong angel connection, very strong. But I used to. Um, I used to rebel against it because I thought angel 
not that there's anything wrong with it, but for me, Catholicism, dogma, religion, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not feeling that. Christianity, I don't feel that. You know, it's like, but I had to, you know, and again, I think we're talking about spirituality. It would be a great show to talk about a spirituality and religion. But um, I, I, what I get is a nudge, I guess you could call it. It's like um, uh, it's it's like a it's like something feels like it's it takes my hand and just brings me to some place that I need to be here. You need to look at this. You need to come on, <laughs> come on. And then it used to be though, and I'm so used to that pull, that tug. Um, that I just go, you know, it's how I found the sixth blueprint. Just all of a sudden, I just was like, I feel the shadow levels, the, the Reiki, everything's like, come on, you got the karmic go. stuff. The, 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 you got to come over here and you got to look at it this way. And I'm like, okay. But what used to happen, um, was I would be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm ignoring you. It's no, I don't, whatever, you know? And, and then I would get scruffed. Um, usually after the third time, or I would get a kick in the ass that would force me to look in the direction that divine wanted me to look. And either by, you know, getting laid up by twisting my ankle and then all of a sudden I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Or, you know, just all of a sudden getting this, this, this smack on the ass where it's like, no, no, you don't have any you don't have any clients coming in now. Why? Because we're trying to get your attention. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. Good. All right. Gotcha. So I've, I've learned to really, when it calls, I'm like, yes, yes. Answer the phone. <laughs> I don't well, want to scruff, whatever, just wherever you want me to go. Just tell me where you want me to go. And what is their intent? What is their in divine intent behind you doing these paintings? Oh, the, the paintings. I think the divine intent is, um, you know, to help me help people and animals. I really do. Plus also doing it myself as well and saying you can do this. The reason that the, the um, ability to go into the painting and then seeing the painting and taking the painting apart is so important is because there have been paintings that I've done in techniques I've never done before. It, I, I, the, I'm, the best way I could describe it is there was one painting I did for a bulldog by the name of Angus. And um, Angus, Angus's painting, when I first saw it, scared the living bejesus out of me <laughs> because it reminded me of... Oh God! Hang one second. I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta. Sit, I gotta look it up. Hang one second. Uh, While she's looking that up, we'll uh, stare incessantly yeah. at the paintings behind her. So it reminded me immediately of Van Gogh's Starry Night. Oh. Now, if you've ever seen this, it is blue on top of blue on top of black with a boop, bot, dot of yellow, and I'm like. Oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. I cannot paint Monet, uh, Van Gogh's Starry Night. 
please no. But it kept coming up. It kept coming up. It kept coming up. And I was like, oh my God. It, his was, was probably like the third or the fourth one I ever painted. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I can't do this. And I kept hearing, don't panic, take it apart. Make sure you take it apart. And I took it apart and damn, if it didn't, I mean, it wasn't exact copy, but, the, and it was different. It was different, but it was the techniques were there. And I was like, oh my God, I <laughs> I did it. I painted it. I couldn't believe it. His person loved it. His person loved it. Neely knows Angus. Uh, she does uh, a huge bulldog rescue called Hoosier Bulldog Rescue out of Indianapolis. So if you want to support a good um, bulldog rescue, please support Hoosier Bulldog Rescue. And if I said it wrong, I'm sorry. And Neely, if you want to put a link to the bulldog rescue page. Anyway, so I painted that. And if I could paint that, I knew I could paint anything. I knew I could paint anything because after that, <laughs> I was like, bring it, man. Bring it. I can do it. I can paint it. Not a problem. You know, not to change the subject, but while we're talking about Neely here, uh, Huser Bog, Huser Bulldog Rescue. I do the same thing. Huser <laughs> Bulldog Rescue. And uh, um, by the way, if she wants to give me a call at uh, my independence report at gmail.com, let's hook up and I'd like to have you on as a guest for what you do. She's she, her and her, her, her wife, Jen are just amazing. And, and they, they just, they, they just, God bless them. Seriously. Um, they, she was my, probably my, I think Neely was like my first bully. I call them my bully lasses. So they're, they're women that love bulldogs, you know? And I really think Neely was my first bully lass. And um, and her dog, I painted the uh, soul piece of her dog, Champ, who was her heart dog. Uh, one of her heart dogs. She's got a few of them, but but Champ was was big. And I didn't know Champ in in. I don't think I knew Champ in life. I, if I did, it was very very close to when he transitioned. Um. So you know, painting his piece. I think actually, I think Champ's was maybe the first piece I painted, ever. Um, and you know, her, what they do is incredible. Seriously. Well, taking care of dogs and making sure, first of all, that they, that they are well taken care of and, and stuff, you know, I, I get, uh, I get so upset when, uh, I, I, I don't watch I don't have time to watch a lot of television these days, but occasionally I'll get these commercials that are like that they show these forlorn dogs that have been mal maltreated and, and stuff. And they say, if you give us $19 a month, we'll fix it and, mm -hmm. and stuff. And I, and, but they never, ever, ever, not once do they ever say, if you know somebody that's mistreating an animal, call the authorities and have these mother people uh, thrown into jail. Right. And right. Just irritates me. So I'm anybody that's taking care of our furry friends. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Martha Norwalk from Martha Norwalk's Animal World would love to talk to you as well. It's mm -hmm. and I I would love to have you on her show, uh, which is the Martha Norwalk's Animal World. So Neely, uh, you're I'm afraid you're stuck with me now. We're gonna have to do this for next month. 
Um, so there. Um, but in and and also the, anybody that is listening, if you've got a wonderful story to tell, if you're out to help humanity, if you would like to be on the radio and talk and talk with me about about uh, you know getting rid of hate, division, and fear, and what you're contributing to the planet in a positive way, I will gladly uh, build a podcast around you. Um, yeah. I can't guarantee you that I'm going to do for for uh, you what I do for Coriel because she's special. She's Thank you. But I have special people around me. You know what I got that I think would be awesome with you and Neely is if you did like a once a month show with her where she could showcase the bulldogs that she has up for adoption. I could create a segment on Martha Norwalk's animal world on, uh, which is the last Sunday of the month on uh, KK and W 1150 in Seattle. And yeah. we, could do, I could take an hour and we could do that. And, and, uh, or we could do the podcast. I think what would also be cool is because Martha Norwalk, sorry, we're going off on tangent, people. Welcome to our world. <laughs> anyway, I think what um, what would be cool is to have her on this show, and she could show you the pictures of the Bulldogs. This is Gina, right. this is Boop Boops, this is Boop Boops, this is Fred, this is Ethel, you know, and, and they're ready for adopt. I think it would be really, really cool. Like once a month or something like that there, I think she's got a huge uh, bulldog following and, and bulldogs are very, very popular. Yeah, they, they are. And uh, <laughs> they, they are, are. The, they're the cutest, weirdest little things, uh, but, they, but they're, but they're really cute. So uh, what, yeah, we will work it out so that we can be, cause I want to get enough publicity out to make it worth your while. Uh, yeah. Because any anybody that if you're helping our animal friends, if you're helping our people friends, if you're interested in doing something positive, just drop me a line at myindependentreport at gmail dot com and and we'll and we'll work something out to get. I'm I, I have to tell you, I'm extraordinarily busy right now, uh, and I'm booking out almost to April now. Um, and and I'm, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm adding more each week. So like I've got ten this week, eleven next week, of uh, podcasts to do, and they're all great, honor, honorable, wonderful people. Of course. of course they are. And so it's it's really a lot of fun. So, but uh, back to back to you and Soul Pieces. So what I wanted to tell people is this: because I work in divine timing. Um, I get called to do a soul piece when I get called to do a soul piece. Okay. If you want a soul piece in three weeks, you're not going to get it. <laughs> um, the reason being is because I, I get pulled to do it. And then I go, I get called by the piece and I go and I do it. But then here's the thing. It might take a few days to paint it. Um, also, I like to let it dry at least a week, okay? That might be a little overkill, but one time I sent out a soul piece and I didn't let it dry and it got a little messed up. And ever since then, it's I've been like super, super careful. So a soul piece takes time. I'm going to paint it. I don't know. I don't have a date on when that's going to be done. Um, I, I gotta let it dry for at least a week. Then I varnish it and I varnish it so that it's nice and shiny, but also so that it lasts a long time. Okay. And then that varnish has to dry for at least a week. Am I paranoid? Probably, but I don't care. 
Okay. I want your piece to be a hundred percent when you get it. I've had pieces that I've let dry, thank God. And I really packed them up really, really well. And the person will send me an email saying, oh my God, thank God you packed that piece as well as you did because my postman left it out in the snow. Oh. And I'm like, and she's like, but it's okay. It's a hundred percent. Okay. Thank God you painted it and, and you, you let it dry and you packed it as well as you did. So there's no rushing the pieces. Don't rush the piece. If you want to rush the piece, then get me and contact me and commission the piece when you're not rushed, because it's not going to happen. And you'll see it on my website, CorielKramer.com. There's a whole tab just for commissioned soul pieces. And there's a video on the total process that I do. Um, so don't, we're like my father used to say, we're American. We're not Russian. So don't rush me. <laughs> we can't rush peace. Okay? Well, you know, I, I put it into musical terms and that is for me, because for me, music is uh, people that are able to write music. Most of that comes from the divine. Right. I, I believe that all, you know, virtually all of it, uh, and it has to be the inspired. It has to be in time. It has to be correctly done according to how spirit wants it to be handled. Okay. And that's your work. So you can't, you can't put you on a, you can't put spirit on a schedule. They kind of rebel to that. Mm. They don't have a schedule. Mm. Then spirit will block you up worse than, you know, worse than bread and, and rice. Okay. Right. You, and cheese. Yeah. And um, the other thing that I like to tell people is once I'm done, I used to write it out, but it just took too long and I couldn't remember. So what I do is I will send you a link to the recording because each stroke means something. Each color means something. I'm getting messages as I'm, as I am painting this piece. So I, I do a recording as I'm painting the piece or write directly afterwards because there are messages, there's guidance, there's, there's, there's why does this piece, what did I hear when I was painting this pink part? You know, I was, I was hearing, um, you know, whatever. I was hear, hearing, you know, divine work, divine connection. What is this? This is his connection to, and why is it copper? Why is it copper, not gold? Well, because I saw copper and the copper represents his his interaction and connection directly to divine. And it's coming full circle, even though it looks like an Ouroboros, it's it's not, there's more stuff to it. So, you know, I'm, I'm every single thing means something. Why did I paint this first? This first, because this is his, why is there white peeking through? White is the connection to divine. You know, it's coming through everything, you know, so everything means something. You get a recording so you understand what it means. I only have one thing to say. Okay. <laughs> only one? Holy crap. What? Really? That is the coolest thing I've ever heard of is, is that not only are, are you painting something according to the guides or the, from the spirit or from the soul of the entity that you're talking about, you lay it out for us as to why it's being constructed the way it is and to how the animal is and how the, the spirits are contacting you. But holy crap, that's like having a reading and a painting yeah. and all of that at the same time. That's that's actually a good point. It is. Um, it is having a reading. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's deep connection. Plus you got, you know, an actual tactile 
you know, ending to your reading. You know, this is what this means. This is why this is painted like this. This is your connection to your, your, this is your connection, your message to your God. You know, it's not like a regular psychic reading. Well, but I don't do anything regular. So there you go. <laughs> I have, that's I true. That's, that's true. You are, you are truly unique. I know. I, it's crazy. But see, <laughs> see, from my standpoint, See, here's the, here's the deal from my standpoint, is that I want to put this in my office, uh, which is where my studio is, because this is where I do all of my creation. This is where I get my inspiration. This is where I do all of that, and I want to surround myself. Right now, it's pretty friggin' bare, but I want to surround myself with things that, that have meaning mm -hmm. and mean the work that I'm doing and who I am and what what it is and what my guides are telling me and having something of, of like Benjamin, who is in my mind, he's my chief guide may not be, I don't know, but he's, he's the one that comes through for me uh -huh. and to have somebody there who is helping me with the calls that I make with the emails that I do, everything that I do is, is can be fortified by, by that guy that stands behind me. And, and is with me do, doing the emails and, and booking the guests and doing the podcasts and telling me what to say and all that kind of stuff. It's really is. So that's why I want to have the, this, but you can take your time is, yeah. is a week from Wednesday to too soon. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I love, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a reminder, a physical reminder that you're connected to divine. This is why I have like statues, Buddha and Kuan Yin. You can't see the Kuan Yin, but you know, um, dragons and unicorns and, and Ganeshes and all seahorses and all kind of stuff all around me because it reminds me, it makes me happy. It reminds me I'm divine. I surround myself with stuff that reminds me on a moment to moment basis that I am a divine being. I am worthy. I'm talented. I'm awesome. I'm unique because I think we need that. Of course we do. Stop putting like I talked about, talked about in the first episode, which is still my favorite ego versus humility. Fuck humility. You know, what has that got to you? What has that gotten you? Has that gotten you a feeling like you're worthy? Like you're awesome. Like you're unique. Like you're fantastic. Like you're holy crap. I am freaking amazing. Now, it's like, oh, I'm all right, well, but for the grace of God, you know, it's like, no, no, you know, own your shit. This is amazing stuff. Does it resonate with everybody? No. And that's okay. I don't want you. You know, if it doesn't resonate with you, I don't want you doing it with me. Why? I don't want that. Don't force yourself to do anything, you know, own your awesomeness. And 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 let that shit shine. <laughs> let your shit shine. You know? That's it, another t-shirt, by the way. That's another t-shirt. Let your shit shine. But this is this is the this is it. You are unique. You are amazing. So your your connection, no matter what that is, should reflect that. What does that mean to you? That's Benjamin. That's my that's my guide who's constantly telling me and showing me that I am kick-ass and that I'm worthy and that I am changing the world and to own that. 
you know, but it, what's interesting about, you, you know, I know that you have lots of different things that you've gone to different stores and you've picked up different things and, and so forth. But this is actually one of the few things that you can get that is tailored specifically to you, your vibration, the, the vibration of the animal that you're, or the person or the, or the entity. And so it's, it's completely personalized mm -hmm. and that makes it just that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, I can't paint. They're, they're, they're one of a kind. That's it. Okay. That is it. The You're changing. Okay. The soul is changing and growing and becoming more. So it's not going to be the same thing. I cannot paint the exact same piece. If somebody put a gun to my head and it said, you got to paint that sacred piece. You got to paint that or I'm going to put a bullet in your head. I was like, Okay, I guess I've lived long enough. Okay, because there's no way it's intuitive. It's into it's all intuitive. The strokes intuitive. I can't. You can't. You can't put intuition on playback. No. You, you can't. You know, wait a minute. I gotta go back and do my intuition. It's gone. Boop, it's gone. It's gone. So. Now I don't want to change the subject, but this is kind of part part of this subject, and it's kind of been attacking me uh, a lot in the last uh, week or so. And that is, I've had several people on. As as some of you know, I do a lot of podcasts. Go to my independence report, please. Uh, like us, please. Uh, um, um, what what is it? Uh, uh, become, let me. Uh, Sponsor, sponsor me. I don't even know, uh, but uh, sponsor the podcast and stuff. But, mm -hmm. but the one thing that I've been getting a lot of, and I'm getting a lot of people telling me, and tell me what you think about this. Mm. And that is, uh, I, I had a guy on on Sunday that um, had near death experiences and had gone to the other side. And what they were saying to him, and I had to, then I had somebody on Monday repeat verbatim the same thing, which was that what. What is happening now is if you look at our world, you are seeing lights turn on, and those lights represent people. There aren't a lot of them yet, but there are more and more of them all the time, and they're lights representing people that are um, becoming more enlightened, that are interested in creating a new planet, a better place to be. There aren't a lot of them, but they are saying that is what we should be about, is about creating... Um, positive change and to create and to have more people get involved with a positive look of what spirituality is, of what the entire planet is, what we are about to enter into and, and to really uh, do something in a positive way. And, and, and a lot of that is in, of a spiritual nature. Are they, are they wrong? Is that just a different interpretation? Do you subscribe to that? What do you think? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is because I get to, because I get her undivided attention, and so I can do this kind of stuff, but it's for you, too. Um, I'm not going to say that it's not important to have spirituality. I think th that's what one of the things this shift of consciousness is, is bringing about, is people reassessing what's important and so saying maybe, spirituality is my spirituality. And maybe I mis misspoke that because I didn't mean to say spirituality in and of itself, but the, the change in how we are behaving towards each other and how we are behaving towards the planet. 
and that we need to become more kind, more conscientious, more taking care of each other, taking care of the, our animals, taking care of what's around us, living, you know, being, being carbon neutral, doing all those things. And they are literally shouting that at me because they're telling me that is if we don't make these changes, if we don't get these people involved, that we're not going to survive. That's a little too much pressure. Well, not not survive. Well, yeah, I'm just, yeah. uh, let's let's ease it up a little bit. Let's let's just help as many people and animals as we possibly can. Okay, let let's doing that through inspiring people, being example. Uh, showing people how to be positive. We're going to do a show with Natalie Kabaji later on this week, this this um, this uh, month about the pleasure hour, how to how to bring pleasure and happiness and joy into your life. I'm going to do that one in black and white because I'll be blushing so much, and you know. <laughs> It's not going to be all about sex. It's going to be about pleasure, about how to make yourself feel good. What are some things? And it's not as it's not rocket science. I'm not going to whip out a freaking you know dildo and, and a vibrator. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about stuff that you can do that makes you smile and makes you happy. Getting a soul piece, getting a soul piece, and looking at a soul piece. Does that make you happy? Okay, then do it. You know, get it, do it, bring it. You know, it, it's all the thing, getting creative, whatever. But what I think is, yes, it's about helping each other, but also understanding, and this doesn't mean that you're an asshat, not doing it like an asshat, but also understanding that you can't help everyone and you're not supposed to. True. There are some people and the animals, especially, and we're going to, you know, maybe we'll do a, uh, a show on, on um, trauma and abuse and things like that there, because it's very interesting the way the animals see it. it you know, there are some beings that you're just supposed to be a shelf for them to lie upon as they continue on with their journey. Okay. It, it, it's not my place. I can't help every single person on this planet and, and every single being on this planet. I can't, but then I'm not supposed to, because some people are going to hear my message. Some people are going to be like, Oh, she's fucking nuts. I'm not crazy. I'm not going with her. And it's like, that's fine. You're not supposed to hear my message. Not right now. Maybe, maybe in a month, maybe in a year, maybe whatever. I don't know. Maybe never. But I can't force you. That's where we get all messed up. I can't force you to believe what I believe. I can't force you to, to change. I can't force you not to be a, a, a jackass to animals. I can't force you to do anything. It's you got to want to do it. You got to, it's got to resonate with you or it's not for you. But you can do those things for humanity be kind be loving uh, take care of animals and stuff and because at the end of the day honestly that's all you can do you can't you're right you cannot affect change in other people unless they decide to have that change themselves right and then if you're there to support them that's pretty much all you can do it's think about it like going into a 12-step program you could drag somebody to a detox okay but if they're not ready to let go and they're not ready to change they're going to be slipping out the back door. The, the moment you turn their back, your back, they're going to be slipping out because they don't think that they have a problem. But it's the same thing. I can't make anybody do anything. I can't make somebody get sober. I can't make somebody, 
get off drugs. I can't make somebody want to be a better person. You got to want that. It's an inside job. It's all an inside job. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and, but that doesn't, that doesn't discount when we were talking about the, the number of people that are turning on uh, to, to a new way of being mm-hmm. and being kind mm-hmm. and being generous mm-hmm. and, and doing those things to help other people and to help humanity. And that's all, that's all I'm saying. Right. That's all I want people to do. Yeah. But it's, it's also like, you know, we have a tendency to give the squeaky gear more oil and we got to stop paying attention to the squeaky gear. Yeah. The squeaky gears are always going to be there. They're always going to be there. Okay. They got to keep, somebody's got to keep that part of the machine going, but it doesn't mean that I have to give my attention to them. Does that mean that, you know, I'm putting my head in the sand? Maybe, but let me tell you something. You know, with the previous president, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm not saying nothing. Okay. What I am saying is because I didn't delve into that whole thing of having to watch and staying informed and all that kind of stuff, hand to God, hand to God, his term felt like two years to me. I was, I was shocked. I thought he was getting, I thought he was getting kicked out early. I didn't know that he was he was he was in there for four years. I was like, he was in there for four years? Really? Wait a minute. No, it didn't feel like four years to me. It felt like two. You know? Now, what does that mean? I don't know. That that means for me it works. It might not work for you. It might feel better to stay informed. That's fine. Whatever works for you, but don't put your shit on my shit. Because <laughs> you can put your own shit. Don't make me feel like I'm like not holding up my end because I'm not, you know, drinking a fifth of whiskey in front of watching the news. You know, I don't want to watch the news. I'm happy not watching the news. It makes me happy. And I'm, I'm again, talk about pleasure. But here's the thing is that your thing is your thing. I think that's what's important. We got to understand that everybody's different. Doesn't mean that anybody, look, It doesn't mean that somebody who abuses animals one day cannot change the next, okay? There have been documentaries on these people who were just like they were abusers and then they, something happened. They, 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 something shifted. I'm not saying everybody, I would love to see every abuser, you know, lose their crap and start to become like nice people. But, you know, they, they, something shifted. They had an intervention. They had what we call in the program, uh, they reached bottom and then they said, there's got to be something different. They had a shift of consciousness and they became, you know, better people, you know, helping animals, stuff like that there. You know, people can change, but I think people can change, but they have to want it. I agree. Now, you know what is so cool about this show is... We're done. No. <laughs> What's cool about this show is that, uh, like Leslie just said, haha, there's so many t shirts that, that uh, all you need to do is have a piece of paper and a pencil next to w- when we're talking, and Coriel's bound to say something that it was going to turn into a t shirt. Yeah. And- and wait a minute. I just want to give a shout out. Today's Leslie's birthday. Happy birthday, Leslie. Thank you for tuning in on your birthday to us. 
we are honored. We are very much so. And we're honored for all of the people that are listening to us. I'm hopeful that because the message, uh, Coriel, is so good and you are so honest and so upright and and uh, so Yep, you're staying straight, and you're and you've got that. What I love about you, you've got that Western flair and that Eastern attitude still. Western flair with an Eastern attitude. I don't know what that means, but okay. that that means that out west we take things just a little bit slower. We're a little bit more optimistic. We're a little bit well, maybe not. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Optimistic and stuff, but you don't want to uh, slower. You don't know me driving. That's what. That's why you, you've kept part of your East Coast uh, flair, and also piss you piss you off, and that's not a good thing. So, but but you also are you you say what's on your mind, and uh, and what's on your mind generally comes from a a much better place. Thank you. And we appreciate that. And by the way, we've been talking about uh, soul pieces, which is. If you look behind where uh, um, Coriel is, there's a couple of her paintings, and they're individually done for your animal, for your spirit guide, for yourself, for your lover, for anybody that, that you would like her to uh, uh, tune in on. Um, speak, <laughs> speaking of which, I was just kind of curious. When you were taking uh, uh, and you were doing uh, uh, bowls of fruit and stuff when you were in uh, um, art class and stuff, mm -hmm. did you? Did you ever have to do a, like nudes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I've, done nudes. I've, I've done nudes in a clay class too. I mean, it's interesting. It's 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 fun. I have a great statue I'm looking at now that's bast. It's she's got the face of a lion and the body of a, a a nude model. I I um I had in my my class years ago. So yeah. Yeah, so you so you've done it all and so that makes it that makes it really really cool so you can paint you can do it and that's that's awesome and you and you continue to work and uh and so i'm anxious to see we'll have to we'll talk offline and get a schedule for when i can uh because i you know we'll see yeah. uh but in any event coriel kramer's there if you haven't noticed her website's been scrolling across the bottom of the screen for the entire hour, which is why we haven't mentioned it. But I will mention, if you go to Coriel Kramer or www.coriokramer.com, you can get all the information that you need about her. She appears here every Tuesday, um, probably in April. I'm going to bump her. I'm going to make her bump up to twice a week uh, or in May, somewhere in there. We shall see um, how that how that goes. But are, uh, you, are you doing the the replays of the animal blueprints? <laughs> I, I made coffee. You did. <laughs> well, I I made uh, I made water come out your nose last time. So, um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I haven't I haven't figured that out yet. But I'm okay. going to. I want to do that. I'm I'm going to. But in the meantime, um, all the animal blueprints, the uh, podcasts are up on my independence report. Mm -hmm. Go through them. There are five of them. There are also five from the erotic blueprints and there's there's one on uh that I, she and i had another guy do about uh, um b b e whatever that is yeah um um orpheus yeah it's master slave yes a professional dom he's awesome he really is if you want to know about 
if you if you have an interest in knowing about more about kink and and in more about BDSM and things like that there that you're just curious about doesn't make you a deviant. I mean, I spent you know, I'm kinky as hell. So yeah, you want to call me a deviant? I don't give a shit. You know, whatever. But um he's professional. He's he has over two decades of helping people connect to the kink world and and what's the right way to do it and not the right way to do it the safe way to do it and not the safe way to do it so if you want to know more about it definitely look into orpheus black and i've taken classes with him and i don't take classes with just anybody i really take classes with people i respect and i resonate with and um orpheus is definitely somebody that i respect absolutely hands down and i i'll just second what you just said if you're going to decide that you want to you know look into it experiment with it and that sort of thing that's perfectly fine but you need to make sure that there are certain steps that have to be taken to make sure that you are safe right and one of them is the biggest one is consent and we've also got another podcast that we did about consent so we've got we've got enough stuff for you to look at just involving coriel that'll keep you busy for a while not to mention the 205 other episodes that i have up there so um please enjoy it coriel as always um we have to leave now. It's yep. been about two, we have to go home. <laughs> you got to go home. You can't stay here. That's right. That's the old bartender thing. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So what would you like to tell our audience before we leave today? Just, just embrace your uniqueness. Embrace the things that make you you. And then take those things and see where you can expand to the world, you know, and, um, don't be afraid to be you. It's, there is only one you, only one you. So, so own that and, and love that and show that and be that and do it. And just anybody who doesn't like it, fuck them. (laughs) Or don't. Or just let them just let them go. Bless them and let them go their own way. Yeah. <laughs> then the New York side of you coming out. Me, it, there's a there's a wonderful um, there's a wonderful trans uh, uh, um, comedian and um, his her name is Flame Monroe, and I love what Flame says. Flame says, "Mother had you, mother love you, mother fuck you." <laughs> I just love it. It's true. If you don't like me, that's okay. You know, bye-bye. So. You don't need everybody and not everybody needs you, but I do need more listeners. So, because I want people to listen to what you have to say. So I'll take a different point of view, which is, this is a great program. It is a great show. Every Tuesday at noon, we do this. We attack. We've got a list longer than her arm as to topics that we're going to cover and, and stuff. So please uh, tell your friends, tune us in. It's, it really is uh, a lot of fun for us to do and it can be a lot of fun for other people to listen to as well so with that 
Coriel Kramer. Go to www.coriokramer.com. And we love you all. And you take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful day. All right. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.